Hello, and you are tuned in to another segment of Women Who Boss Up. This is where I have conversations with women who rise above and become bosses. These women have a sense of confidence and awareness about where they stand in this world, and they handle their business and authentically love what they do. My guest today is Alicia Easton. How are you today? I'm doing well. How are you, Marcy? I am doing (laughs) great. Alicia, she is a South Bend native who was born with a physical disability, so from birth, her life was complex. As a child, she had to learn at an early age how to survive. Like many others, she lived in a household that wasn't quite the American dream and had to learn how to adapt not only to her environment, but to her circumstances as well. And today, we're going to take a journey with Alicia on her rise to becoming a boss. So tell us, what was life like growing up for you? As a young girl, I grew up uh, with a single mother uh, in a household as me, my brother. Then later on down the line, I had a little sister. I'm about 13 years older than her. Oh, wow. Yes. <laughs> it was complicated. You know, my mother was young, around 16 years old. Um, so she, of course, she went through trials and tribulations, and uh, she was an addict. And oh. I had an absent father, so we basically had to put our heads together and survive on our own. Okay, and you did survive, which is a plus. So we're going to talk about that. So you said that growing up through school, you was bullied because of the way you were born. Kids would laugh and pick on you, and others were afraid of your condition. You said it was a challenging stage of your life. You felt like you didn't fit in. So tell us about that experience. Um, Yeah, as a kid, you know, kids are mean. Right. (laughs) They can definitely be judgmental of things that they aren't used to or never seen before so going through school uh, like I said with my home situation we bounced from school to school around the South Bend area so it was like people was relearning me and my condition throughout the way but I always kept a positive attitude and you know a lot of people gravitated to me and others didn't like that so of course they would talk about me and call me three fingers and say I look like an alien or crab hands and stuff like that to to try to kill my joy but they didn't do it and look at you now. And they didn't. <laughs> That's amazing. Yes. So then after high school, mm-hmm. you pursued a career in the medical field as a CNA and then a QMA. Then you went back to school for uh, a certified pharmacy technician. Yes. Mm-hmm. So basically you wanted to get into the medical field. Yes. Oh, so, uh, finishing college. That was, fin- well, finishing college, I wanted to, I mean, high school, I wanted to be a lot of different things. So. <laughs> I went to school a couple of times. First, I wanted to be a teacher. Okay. Then I thought about uh, pursuing law. Okay. And then, then after that, I'm like, okay, life is kind of hectic for me, so I better just get in something quick, which is uh, which was a CN the CNA program. Only took about three weeks to complete. So um, after obtaining my CNA, I did that for about four years, and then I obtained my QMA, which is a step above. So. It's like right under an LPN level. So I was passing oh. medications and taking care of elderly people at a, a home that was senior living. In between the time that you went from a QMA to a certified pharmacy technician, mm-hmm. you gave birth to your son who was three months premature and he also has special needs. Yes, my son is Riley and um, he's eight now and healthy and busy, smart mouth, all that. <laughs> At that age, yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. but um, in the beginning, it was difficult for me. Once I gave birth to him, the doctors actually told me that he had between 11% and a 28% chance at life. And God knew so, differently. Yes, for sure. Today. For awesome. sure, yes. So um, he he went through a lot of things, like with his organs, as far as his heart, his eyes, his ears. We had to uh, travel around to different places to go to specialists for his care. 
So then during all of that, I'm sure you had to take a lot of time off. So it was probably hectic for you to try to get your hours in because you were doing all this medical traveling, yes. taking care of the needs yes. of your son. Absolutely. So that's when you made a change. You decided to pick up a side hustle. Let's talk about that. Yes. So um, <laughs> in between time and the meantime, I started to clean. One of my first clients was in the South Bend area. She's a well-known person. And uh, after cleaning for her for about six to eight months, she told me, like, maybe you should make this a career. You know, you're a very positive person. You you, you handle your business. You organize, you know, good customer service. And my cleaning speaks for itself. So that was like a transition for me from a worker to a boss. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we're going to talk more about that transition. Um, This business cleaning became basically your bread and butter yes so how important is it for word of mouth to help you promote your business oh that word of mouth will get you there quicker than a business card a social media post (laughs) (laughs) any of that and it's amazing how that works because like if you could just get one person to vouch for you then you're good to go you know what I mean so yeah that's really how it, it bloomed into what it is now I started cleaning for her and she referred me to the next person the next person then um I try to get creative with it and start sending out postcards and doing my own marketing strategies <laughs> yeah it, it worked for me <laughs> and that's what you have to do an entrepreneur you gotta would you say guerrilla marketing and some everything yeah. <laughs> exactly yes because you you are a team of one back mm-hmm. then so let's talk about what's the name of your business um the name of my business is quality clean professional services llc Okay. And so what made you come up with the name of the business? Actually, to be honest, uh, my uncle and I were sitting in his basement one day and I was telling him about the business plan that I had and how I wanted to pursue the cleaning company. So we were kind of just bouncing ideas off each other as to what sounds appropriate or, you know, an accurate name for the, for the business. So he actually helped me come up with that. He designed my, um, my business logo, helped me come up with a slogan and all of that. <laughs> nice. So you had some family support. Yes. Yeah. Great. So what type of cleaning do you do? So commercial and residential cleaning. So I have like a commercial clients that I'm contracted with and we clean like after hours. So I have like offices, an engineering facility, uh, child care, things of that sort. Now, what's unique about quality clean? So what's unique about quality clean is we are satisfaction guaranteed. So we have it to where our customer tells us exactly what their wants or needs is as far as cleaning or organizing. And we put together a customized checklist for each customer so that we're not wasting your time, you know, and we're getting to the things that are top priority for the customer. That's great. And so starting as a team of one, how many is on your team now? I have a team of six at the current moment. Awesome. So Mm -hmm. six years, six employees, (laughs) earning six figures. Yes. So tell me about that. How does it feel to be, you know, coming from the environment you came from as a little Mm -hmm. child to now making six figures? How does that make you feel? You know, I think I'm I'm really humble about it because I know I know it's people doing better than me. And, you know, it, you just got to be thankful for what God has blessed you with and continue on your journey, and your path that and follow him. You know, exactly. so um, as as far as my situation, when I was a kid, I never in a million years see myself in, in, in this position. And my mom tell me all the time, like, you're so humble. You got you really have a lot to be, you know, and I'm like, I know, but I feel like God is making a way for me to be here and like I said I'm following in his path that's great Mm -hmm. so with you being an entrepreneur what type of skill set is needed to maintain a profitable business First and foremost, you have to be consistent. There can't be a time where you decide to just cut it off. 
you got to keep going. You have to keep marketing. You Some days will be slow. Some weeks will be slow. Some months will be slow. But you just have to keep the faith and um, continue being consistent with, in your business. Having a positive mind frame and being able to uplift others. And me and my team have a, a tight-knit relationship. So if they're having issues or anything like that, they can come to me. And if they need to call off, they're able to contact the other team members to fill in for them. So we kind of all work together as a team and support each other. And that's great. Yes. That's what you need nowadays. Yes. You need that support <laughs> and not that. You're going to get fired, strike one, strike two, strike three. Right, I mean, right. there may be some instances, depending on what your need is. Of you know, course, of course. It's because you don't want to work, you know. Yeah. yeah. But if you're <laughs> trying to work and make it and make ends meet, mm-hmm. and, you know, issues always arise. So that's kind of good when yeah. you have that flexibility. And in the beginning, it was, it was hectic. I will say that because you will have people that, well, on the job, it's, it's more of an independent cleaning situation so like I give you your schedule and a checklist and basically you go off on your own journey to clean so it's it's people that you know aren't so don't have the best integrity or best intentions for you and your business so you gotta the the turnover was high at first until I finally got to a point where I got people that was reliable exactly to your exactly cleaning Mm mm-hmm um, satisfaction guaranteed cleaning. That's it. Okay. <laughs> so there was a story that you had to tell about an employee. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that. Okay. So I'll say about a few years back, we were working with a, with a construction company and, uh, we were doing a, a remodel actually, um, in Niles. Mm-hmm. We were doing, we're doing a construction clean for uh, a remodel. And I had an employee who I, who was very good at cleaning, very detail-oriented, on time, never had any issues. But I guess at one point he had backslid into his addiction. So Mm -hmm. he was coming to the site, and he was taking tools and TVs and things like that from the site. So it was kind of an outrageous situation where... For me, it was a learning experience because I'm oblivious to things like that. Like, I think you just go to work, do you just do what you're supposed to do, get paid, right? go home. You know, so that was kind of like my first official challenge as being a boss. Okay, I bet, yeah. <laughs> Where I had to uh, chime in and communicate with, with other contractors and um, try to figure out a median that we could come to. But I ended up replacing the things that had been taken. And, of course, that um, employee was no longer with us. So. Well. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes, I totally understand on that. Now, you're a single mother with a child who has special needs, and then you're an entrepreneur at that. You're wearing multiple hats and you're juggling life. So l- let's talk about rising above all of that. I guess my strength is prioritizing. Of course, as a mother, your children are going to come first regardless over everything else. Uh, then I'm a businesswoman next. But, yes, I still have challenges. My son, he's the only child, so he's spoiled. He got behavior issues at okay. school. You know, so I have to be around and be in his life because the same same situation for me is for him. Like, he, he's just, he's different. And he's learning how to deal with it as far as being in school with other kids who are different than he is. So I teach my son to keep a positive attitude and never let no one tell you what you can't do. You know what I mean? Because you're capable of anything that you could put your mind to. You might have to adapt in certain ways, but you could complete the task no matter what. Exactly. So, So, yeah. I'm sure because you having a disability, Mm -hmm. you you can share stories. So does he ever come to you and be like, Mom, how did you handle this situation in school? Well, I don't know. He his own person. (laughs) Uh, Okay. (laughs) So he kind of... 
I don't know if he really get it yet. Like he he knows that he's different. He knows that there's a difference between him and you know other children. But when he see me, he kind of like, well, my mom is you know this mm-hmm. type of way too, because um, he has a physical disability kind of similar to mine. So I don't, I don't know. I don't really know how he he feels about that. Cause he and then when I like when I went to the parent teacher conferences, they're like, oh well, he has so many friends and he has all different kind of friends, girls boys whatever okay. from different classes and everything and then the, the other teacher came in she t- she chimed in she said heavy on the girls the girls. oh wow okay okay so, be a ladies man right right okay. but um i think up until this point he's kept a, a very positive spirit he don't come home in like a rut like oh they're talking about me or anything like that he's kind of just like his own person either you like me or you don't you okay. know and that's, that's <laughs> the way you should be but i know it's difficult for kids but right good that he's That's how he lives his life. Definitely, definitely. Now, Mm -hmm. you also talk about tapping into your inner savage and don't (laughs) let up. What is your inner savage? So your inner savage is that that motivation you have deep down inside of you, like that, that burning urge to make something happen. And when I say tap into that inner savage, I mean, go go to that place where nothing else and nobody else's opinions matter and just follow that tunnel vision and go go to success, towards success. And even if you don't get it as quickly as someone else or, you know, it may take you more time or you might need more research, more resources. Eventually you will get there. So basically give give all your energy and motivation to yourself and your success and make sure that you have everything you need to be successful. You know, and don't let nobody interfere with that. I totally agree with all of that. Mm-hmm. So can you tell us about or describe a typical day for you? Whoa. Okay. <laughs> so a typical weekday, I'm up at about 5.30 a.m. Basically prepping for the day. I'm either listening to podcasts or um, watching different uh, YouTube videos on different things that I have planning, uh, that I'm planning. Also, uh, about six seven ish then i get my son up ready for school send him off to school then i get my day started meet with my team we go off into our uh off to our sites and start cleaning so let's talk about self-care with you being an entrepreneur being the one man show at one time now a team of six how do you take care of self especially at the beginning because i know it had to be stressful getting started as an entrepreneur Mm -hmm. you know you do forget about yourself you do Mm -hmm. (laughs) um when you're in a a business where you're providing a service that's what you're doing you're worrying about that service and how it's going to be helpful to everyone else but then sometimes you step back and you get you like oh shoot i ain't had my nails done in a while i just need to breathe but from time to time i take vacations and when I go on vacation I just kind of cut off everything and woosah and try to clear my head and come back with a good mind and a positive attitude mind state but um as far as self-care it's very very important for you to do that because if you're not in the right mind mind state or you know things like that then it's it's hard for you to encourage others to be where you want them to be Exactly, exactly. Yes. Speaking of encouraging others, mm-hmm. and you want, you know, as women, we go through so many challenges. So what is, um, well, how important is it to challenge yourself? Mm-hmm. Because oh. you've had many challenges, yeah. you know, and, and, yes. and you've overcome all of them. So Yeah, <laughs> I think that's kind of like my superpower. Okay. <laughs> I'm good at adapting to situations, and I really do. I don't know. I really don't think about it, but it's good to challenge yourself because that's how you elevate. You never know how where your strengths or weaknesses are if you don't step outside the box and try something different. You exactly. know, and it, and most of the time, it's worth the risk. 
Exactly. Yes. You just got to step out. Would you say step out on faith? Yes, ma'am. Not be fearful. <laughs> okay, so do you have a mentor and how important is it to have a mentor? Um, yes, uh, Consuela Hopkins. Mm-hmm. She's actually the lady I was talking about in the beginning who inspired me to become my own boss. She she really keeps me on the on the level plane and she tell me I'm humble too but (laughs) you know yeah she she always give me that push like well maybe you should try this or add this or add this service or you know what I mean some Mm -hmm. things of that sort and she's also a great financial advisor as well most definitely yes yes. she's been one of my uh, guests on the podcast yes so how important is it to have a mentor it's very important if you're especially um, as an entrepreneur starting out if you don't have a business background you really don't know what it entails for you to be an entrepreneur in in your specific field you know what I mean so for me even though I had Consuela uh, on the back end I still had to do a lot of research on how to build and marketing and staffing and training and chemicals and all different types of things exactly then think about the chemical aspect Uh yes definitely (laughs) so starting out as an entrepreneur how important is it to build those relationships very (laughs) when people say your network is your net worth that's real. Exactly. Um, you you may be a strong, powerful person all on your own, but whenever you need that person to rely on or someone to open that door that you don't you can't get into or or to rooms and opportunities that you're not able to get into on your own, you can always call on a friend and with, with your reputation in hand, good reputation, you know, good relationships with the right people, they can they can definitely get you there. Okay, now as an entrepreneur mm-hmm. How has that affected your family life or just with you and your son? You know, I know you said you've got a good family support system. Yeah. Well, I'm busy all the time. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I miss a lot because I'm always working or always doing something, involved in something. But my family support me. And if, if I can't make it, they make sure my son is, is taken care of. And, you know, my mom always keep an eye on my son and make sure he's on the straight and narrow as well. So, I mean, they, they get it. Like, that I'm not just ditching them. <laughs> right. And I'm sure you they're know. proud of you, too. Yeah, of course. And they shoot me ideas all the time on things that I should do. Like, um, when I told them I was coming to this podcast, they like, oh, okay. You know, like, they were excited about it. And me, too. This is my first time doing this. So, <laughs> But they understand and they, they support me and give me a lot of a positive messages and, you know, there's dark days where you be like, oh, this is not working. Yes. Stuff is not going the way I plan. I'm ready to give up. I cannot do this no more. You know, and they're like, oh, nah, uh-uh. You done came too far. You done did too much. <laughs> so just keep that consistency. Yep. Okay, so that goes into my next question. Mm-hmm. What drives you to keep going when it gets really tough? That's it, the support. Okay. The support. I remember one time I, I got really fed up. I honestly had lost a major client of mine, which was a, a big chunk of my income, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, I was kind of down about it. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, you know, I was feeling like I was on a rise because I'm, I'm gaining these contracts, you mm-hmm. know. I'm landing them. I'm getting this. I'm, we, we doing it. Quality clean is growing. And then at the end of the contract, it was like, oh, well, we decided to go another route, you know. So I'm like, ah, boo, 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 you know. Mm -hmm. tomato tomato (laughs) and I was telling my mom like it's a whirlwind because you could be up one minute then the next minute you like oh my gosh where am I gonna get you know what I'm saying but the consistency you just gotta keep going keep putting yourself out there marketing your product word of mouth spreading even though that that one thing is gone it's just making making room for something greater most definitely yes so what's non-negotiable for you Mm. um on the clientele 
side, I, I don't I don't like dealing with people who don't take my time seriously. Exactly. Like people will call and they'll be like, oh, set this up. You know, you show up to the house. They're not there. You got to wait 30 minutes for them to come and open the door or what? yeah, things like that. And it's kind of like, OK, I, I am a professional at the end of the day. You said 10 o'clock. I'm here at 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I, I expect you for, to give me that same respect that I'm going to give you, you know what I mean? And uh, as far as employees, non-negotiable for me is a liar. Mm-hmm. If you have issues or you're running into problems and you don't show up or, you know, things like that, just just keep it real with me. Just let me know, Alicia, hey, I'm, I'm going through this. I might need some time off, you know, or right. can you have somebody schedule for me or whatever? And then the last thing is a thief. I was going to say and a thief. Yeah, I, that's, yes. that's out. Yeah. I could I could pretty much work with you on uh, <laughs> any other level than that. I don't want to have to be looking over my shoulder all the time. <laughs> so what has been your most satisfying moment in business? Mm, the customer appreciation. Yes. When they show gratitude, that really makes me feel like I'm serving a purpose. Okay, that's good. Mm-hmm. Yes. And mm-hmm. also uh, acknowledgments, too. Like um, here lately, I've been speaking at the um, the entrepreneur boot camp. Mm-hmm. For Professor Morris, who was a professor at Notre Dame, and he's really been pulling me in to a lot of different conferences and things like that where they want to hear my story. So nice. that's, that has been really, really fulfilling. And that is good. Now, were you a part of that program? <laughs> yes, I actually am a graduate. Yes, okay. I am CBEAP certified. <laughs> South Bend Entrepreneur Associate Program, I think, or something like yes, that. Exactly, yes. exactly. Uh-huh. So, so tell us about that experience. Mm-hmm. How did that help you grow oh, your business? Now, that is a big plus that gave me a, a real good push in the beginning because the boot camp is basically a course to teach you how to become an entrepreneur. So they teach you business terminology. They teach you about bookkeeping, balance sheets for your financial purposes. They also teach you how to how to start from scratch, like get your EIN number, how to register as an LLC. Um, and they also have a huge support afterwards. So whenever you finish the courses, you can always call on them and they'll they'll help you with anything. And then also they have like guests come in and talk about their experience. Yes, for sure. They have guest speakers that come in from the uh, professional side of things. They have like marketing. Mm-hmm. They have financial people, uh, different accountants, entrepreneurs. Yep, just like that. Mm-hmm. Nice. Now, what are some pros and cons of being an entrepreneur? A big pro is that you're living on your own terms. Right. So you 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 the boss, so you make the schedule and you know, you you make it what it is. A con is the same thing. You're the boss. Okay. <laughs> so when when you have complications and problems and issues and call-offs and all types of things like that that happen throughout the journey, you know, everything falls on you. So exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yes. Now, what would you say are the top three skills needed to be a successful entrepreneur? A successful entrepreneur. I say one is you have to be open minded. You have to be willing to to try new things and um and accept new opportunities with a headstrong attitude. You can't be closed minded and just stay in one lane. You got to be broad and be able to work across the board two is you have to be willing to network with people networking is key yes out of your normal element you know outside of the environment that's that's your comfort zone you have to be able to to network with people anywhere from corporate level to executives to 
you know, all the way on down to employees. Exactly. So, yes, you have to have you have to be able to do that. And uh, three, you got to be organized. Yes. Yes, and you have to have a strong team that that wants the same goal as you. Definitely. Yes. yes. That's why you grew from a team of one to a team of six. That's it. And still growing. <laughs> if you had one piece of advice to someone just starting out as an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. what would it be? Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. I like to say just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. You're going to have them days where nothing is working. Mm-hmm. You know, you it might take you a while to make your first dollar. But if you stay consistent and people are aware of your services, become aware of your services and aware of you, like uh, starting off, I did a lot of pop-up shops. Okay. Like even though I don't have a product to sell, I have a service, you know, to Mm -hmm. present. So Mm -hmm. I will basically just uh, make like big cleaning baskets and stuff like that, raffle them off. Oh, okay. Yep. So people will come and then I kind of explain. I have a book with my before and after pictures and Mm -hmm. things like that. You have to market your brand. You have to stay consistent with that. If you keep going today, then somebody might see you today. Somebody might see you tomorrow. But if you skip the next day, then nobody see you. You know what I mean? So, And that could be your opportunity for advancement. So never give up. Just keep swimming. And that's also guerrilla marketing tactics. That's it. Okay. Okay. I didn't think of that. But Mm -hmm. yes. Um, Who has been your greatest inspiration? My son. I guess every mother say this, but I want to give him a better life than I had. Okay. You know, give him a chance to to be a kid and not have to worry so much, you know. And I also want him to to see me and my success and and know that he can do anything. Like he he's capable to accomplish his wildest dreams. Okay. But all you have to do is be consistent and put in the work. Definitely, definitely. Mm -hmm. Now, if you were to write a book about yourself, how would you name it? Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, the life of Alicia, I guess. Okay, it sounds like a plan. <laughs> oh, I'm not sure. I never thought about writing a book. <laughs> you, you never know what you, you don't ever know when you God never, opens yeah, those doors. That's you know? right. <laughs> you, you just said you're getting speaking engagements to speak. You're mm-hmm. on a podcast. So, you know, that door may open. Yes, ma'am. The lower say, write it down. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Exactly. So what's next for you? Um. So here I've been working on uh, branding and trademarking. I want to expand as a franchise. Nice. Okay. So, um, and I also would like to add a few more services to my uh, resume we'll, so we could do uh, like floor extractions, oh, tile okay. extractions, um, maybe even hazardous cleanup. Okay. Uh-huh. And I'm also looking into um, producing our own cleaning products. Nice. So, yep, look so, forward to that. Dr. Morse called it revenue drivers. Re- there you go. There you go. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> I asked all my guests, what's what's your definition of a boss? My definition of a boss is a person that can hold their own as well as encourage others. Someone who isn't stuck in their own head and want to see everybody win, but also has that, that leadership quality to be able to, to drive the boat. I like that. <laughs> I like all of that. Yes. So, Alicia, if someone wants to contact you, for services or speaking or whatever the case may be, how can they contact you? Um, you can contact me on social media, Instagram, Quality Clean Pros, Facebook, Quality Clean Professional Services, LLC. And our phone number is 574-904-0265. And we're located at 2117 Miami Street in South Bend. Okay, any last remarks? For everyone who is down on their look or, you know, just feeling like, there's no sunshine when it rains. 
just I'm just here to tell you that you can do it through anything. Like all you have to do is keep a positive mindset and stay consistent. You know, um, believe in yourself when no one else does. Stay motivated and stay in motion. Slow motion better than no motion. Yes, indeed. <laughs> yes, indeed. You got yes. all these quotes. Like, <laughs> you need to do some kind of affirmation. Okay. <laughs> Alicia, I want to thank you for taking the time out to uh, tell your journey today. Yes. I, I enjoy the story. Thanks for telling your story with our listeners. Mm-hmm. Now, if you want more information on Women Who Boss Up, you can follow me on Facebook at Women Who Boss Up. You can email me at womenwhobossup at gmail.com, or you can check out my website at www.bossup.com. Until next time, everyone take care.